into to the online broadcast network. After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the season four, episode four, uh, After Buzz After Show of Masters of Sex. I think I said that correctly. Yes. Oh, I thought we were on season three. Season three. I knew I was going to get one wrong. <laughs> I was like, where yes. are we? What year is it? It's a long day. Uh, I am Adrian Snow. Will Link is not with us tonight. He will not be here tonight or next week, but we will have him back soon, so we wish him well on whatever he's doing. (laughs) He's sorely missed. Sorely missed. Sorely missed. But if you ladies would like to introduce yourselves. Hi guys, I'm Quinn Skillian. You can find me on Twitter at Quinn Skillian. Um, I'm Yell Teagle, filling in for Will Link. I'll be here this week and next week. You can tweet at me at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. Yes, and I'm Adrian Snow, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. That's M-S-A-D-R-I-A-N-S-N-O-W. And as always, please subscribe to YouTube, uh, Soundbox, SoundCloud. I always mm. want to say Soundbox for some random reason iTunes. We really do enjoy hearing feedback from you all, and we appreciate all that you do for us. Yeah, I thought we had so. some good conversation happening yeah. on our YouTube channel from our, you know what I mean, the video from the, last the comments. Week. Yes, yeah, the comments yes, for last definitely. week were really good, so let's keep it going. I, don't, yeah. I like to keep talking about it during the week, not just on Sundays. Yeah. yeah. So, with that said, I think we should just go ahead and dive right in. Yeah. So, first thoughts? Um, I love this episode. I was saying before the episode started that I, I missed season one. I missed mm. the like the the controversy of season one. And I felt like this episode kind of brought that back a little mm-hmm. bit in different ways. Um, and also, we got Alice and Jenny back. Yeah, yeah. Right? in the best intro. Yeah. Ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we said, "Oh, hello, hello." Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a good episode. Like right after we were done watching it, I was just like, "Whoa!" Felt like we got a lot there. There was a lot. We got a lot of stuff packed into that hour TV, which is cool. But also, I think it's going to make a, this this after show a little bit like, "What else happened?" And then this, and then this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess we should just go ahead and jump right into Barton and Margaret, Mm -hmm. um, just in terms of them being reintroduced to each other Mm -hmm. for, I guess it's been, if they got divorced at the end of season two, then essentially they haven't seen each other in four years. Yeah. Yeah. I think they said three years since they signed the papers. Yeah. So what, how did everyone feel about that? The reintroduction of them and Margaret? being like sexually liberated to a certain extent not completely we kind of got to watch margaret kind of discover her own sexuality a little bit Mm -hmm. with like in i think that was season one or season two Mm -hmm. and um so that was uh that was kind of fun they were kind of seeing the continuation of that now and it's really important to her you know after everything that happened with barton for her sex life to be a very loving one. You know yeah. what I mean? She has this fascination with her and I'm just going to call him Jimmy Cooper because I can't remember the name of the actor. Tate Donovan. Tate, Tate Donovan. Donovan. <laughs> Mr. Cooper. Um, that with it, she wants them to be able to like orgasm simultaneously. She has like this romantic notion of like, you know, looking into each other's eyes while they both climax and like it's just, in, but he has this kind of problem. Yeah. Immature ejaculation. I love that um, 
Virginia is like, that's a tall order. Like, that's yeah. not a thing that happens. And this is this is coming from Virginia, like a woman who like has kind of like she knows, yeah. she knows what's up. Well, I mean, also like they they know from their studying from mm-hmm. research and from you know the world that like that's not a thing that happens all the time. And I like that they're trying to help Margaret, um, you know, fix her expectations a little bit while trying to help. Um, Tate Donovan. Oh, I forget the character's name now. Uh, it is Graham. 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 Yes, to help him <laughs> with his dysfunction. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited. I'm just excited she's back, but I'm also yeah. excited to see where this goes and that we opened the door to polyamory. I know. Oh, what a I, shock that was. Yeah, I was not expecting for that to happen. And I'm curious to see if, if the. Um, Premature ejaculation is something that is like across the board. That's what I was saying. I was getting the feeling touched upon that with him and Joe, the the other woman. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. I was getting the feeling is that it's only the case with Margaret because Mm. after she closed the door on them, like she wasn't like upset or anything, but she was. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Like there was like, there was something that felt like a little bit was like something was missing for her, I feel like. And I think that like Mm. maybe seeing her with seeing him with her was like, oh, he doesn't have that problem with her. And it's maybe it's only with me. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like for, um, for Margaret at this point, you know, I feel like sometimes when you get out of a relationship, you want to just be in the exact opposite of whatever that relationship was Mm -hmm. just to kind of like cleanse your palate of that relationship. And so with, um, I forgot his name, Graham. It's more of a, she's kind of testing, just testing the waters to see, like, is this something that she's comfortable with? And also uh, kind of reclaiming her sexuality in that way. By maybe being comfortable with something now that in the long run won't work out. Mm -hmm. But I I didn't really think that she was that sad about it. No, not sad. I think it's not something that can be sustained necessarily for her, just as she is. Yeah. Uh, especially with the intimacy issues that she has, but I don't know. I don't, I'm curious to see what they're going to do next episode in terms of. I think Joe's going to play a bigger part. So, oh, definitely. Yeah, we'll hear more about that. Um, I I think it's odd that when she was talking to um, Bill, she was saying, you know, I need, I I can't tell him this is what I need. I can't tell him that because of my previous situation, I need. This is the only way I know that he loves me. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like. Bill should have responded with, you know, that sounds like a, you should see like a therapist about that. Well, it, it came down to what she said, because he did kind of say like, well, why can't you tell Graham? Especially right. when they're in the William Glasser right. uh, reality, reality therapy, yeah. you know, where it's it's all about being in the, now. In the present yeah. and yeah. telling the truth. And I guess for in a certain extent, that's like the past, but if it affects her so deeply now, um, it's unfortunate that that that's a that is a time where that's something that well i mean it is barton's secret yeah right and you know it it is his secret and she should respect that and i understand that but with that said as well it does affect her it affects her relationships with other people yeah and i think it's like it's it's another one of those kind of signs of the times with the show Mm -hmm. where we kind of like forget how like i don't even think i've ever even heard any of the characters use the word gay 
on the show. They say, yeah. oh, he prefers men or mm-hmm. oh, he's inclined towards whatever. Like, yeah. you, I don't even know if I've heard, maybe people have heard the, the, the word homosexual. But well, in terms of like yeah. just even being like, why don't you just tell him? Why can't you just tell him? They can't even like, it's like Voldemort. They can't even like say the word. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like one of those things where, you know, we don't nowadays someone would be like, yes, this is my problem because this is what happened. And obviously that's where I am. Because it was considered like a disease. Exactly. Exactly. It it would be like admitting to someone like I have herpes. Right. That's (laughs) all they thought about it. And it was like like, at the end of the episode it was like bursting out of Barney. He still couldn't say it. It was like literally Um, right there and it was just like nipped it. I think we also kind of forget about how dangerous that time was for a gay man you know, to, to be out uh, even I mean, it was yeah, it was unheard of. Yeah, and they're in, they're still in Missouri, right? The, they're in St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah. So yeah, so at that point, um, to be a man in the Midwest, mm-hmm. um, who has admitted to being gay, even if he's not out, if he's told one person who just so happens to not keep his secret, that, that's a very dangerous thing. He yeah. could be beaten. I mean, he was at one point beaten. Oh right? yeah. So it, it's. I understand his hesitancy just because of that time, you know, it's he could lose everything. I just and he has essentially already lost. A I lot. just feel that Margaret can she can speak with Graham and say, This is what I need, this is what I want, this is how I feel. Yeah. Especially maybe because revealing. Graham isn't someone who also obeys by like what we would call traditional yeah. ro- <laughs> romantic like traditionally romantic relationships. Yeah. So. You would hope. I don't know. if if it does come out to Graham that Barton is gay. I, I am. I'm nervous to see his reaction. Yeah, because he could be so sexually open up until that one thing. I almost you know? feel like I almost feel like us as viewers are like, oh, just tell him, just tell him. And then like when she actually does, is probably going to blow up. It could be yeah disastrous. Like, it, could it could also go the opposite direction. Just to play devil's advocate and yeah. to be a prove that I am. It could also go that he goes great, bring him in. <laughs> right? That would be awesome. The more the merrier. That would be awesome. I mean, if but... I, I gotta tell you. <laughs> That would make this show just so much better. Not, that, I mean, it's great. Yeah. Just let's turn it up a notch, guys. <laughs> Go there. Go there. Oh man, no, but it was it was great to have them back and just to to see them really upping the ante for yeah. Alice and Janney's character oh, in terms yeah. of she has like more sex scenes. I know than anyone, <laughs> and it's it's awesome because you don't get to see that a lot. You don't get to see a woman um, of a certain age, I suppose having a sexual interaction on television anymore. It's like, oh, you're yeah. just, you know... Yeah, because like, at a certain point, they, they lose, you know, in how we feel like in Hollywood, mm-hmm. there's a certain age where a woman just completely loses her it's sexuality. Like that, <laughs> like that Amy Schumer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, where she, they're all oh, being the, pi- on the, the picnic. Like yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her last... Uh, well, oh, fuckable. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a skit, y'all. It's, it's a skit, her last yeah. fuckable day. Last fuckable day. Yeah. That's right. Um, I so. mean, but also we get to see Alice and Jenny not just in a sexual situation. No. In a, in a sexual situation that is rarely um, on TV. Yeah. And, you know, having oral sex. Like, that is... Mm-hmm. For, like, a man going down, down on, a woman. on a woman. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you see it so much with a woman. Well, actually, Scandal does a really good oh, job. Of course. I mean, I don't watch Scandal. Tony Goldwyn, <laughs> he goes down. He's just like <laughs> munching on that. Woo! <laughs> 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 I was about to say it. All right, 
Masters of Sex. Masters of Sex. No, what I yeah, what I love about this is that you have Barton and you have Margaret, and they mm-hmm. are representing the older generation, yeah. the mm-hmm. closed off, the closed minded, the scared mm-hmm. kind of you know, and you're, we're watching them kind of ex- experience this opposite situation yeah. that both of them have grown up to think is what is the norm and what you should do and stuff. Yeah. And that's why I think it's like so interesting to watch it because we're watching Masters and Johnson and like we're watching these really, really progressive people who would just are innately that way. Mm-hmm. And then we have to see the older generation kind of come to terms with like, you know, the science and the progress and all that yeah. stuff. You're right. And I love that they're also bringing in Tessa. I, as much as everyone's like, no one cares about the kids, but Tessa is representing the next yeah. generation, which gives Tessa, us a nice parallel. Yeah, but it also ties into just how um, the, culturally there's still some things that they are behind on. Culturally, there are things mm-hmm. that, that need to be addressed. Um and we're still kind of dealing with you yeah. now. Yeah. So it's it's nice to see that kind of parallel of watching Margaret kind of blossom, mm-hmm. flower blossom. Right. Such Georgia O'Keeffe metaphors right. over here. Flower <laughs> blossom. And then kind of seeing like Tessa's like just being like crushed and crumbled. I and you're mean, like, no. Yeah. When she was she was like staring yeah. out the window and she just was like this blank expression, just yeah. like unbutton your belt or something like or you know what I mean, undo your belt. Well let's just and jump just right like, in to Tessa. Yeah. yeah. What how did you guys feel about just uh, overall like her reactions to the previous episode are kind of being played out mm-hmm. in yeah. this episode, you know, with the suspension and everything. What were your thought your thoughts on that? I mean it's just it's so hard to watch this girl completely fall away from the like she the idea that she's ever going to be able to have like a healthy sexual mm-hmm. appetite at all mm-hmm. because now she's found out she's found out that her, that how, I mean how long do you think that she thinks that her mother and masters have been sleeping together now you know after having seen the aftershave she's like they could have been sleep, sleeping together for 15 years, you know what I mean? They happen. And, yeah, so and so with all that happening, and then, of course, with everything that happened in the last episode, it's just, like, impossible to think that this girl is ever gonna, you know, be able to have, like, a good relationship with her, like, own sexuality. It's mm. it's really hard to see, um, because her mother is is giving birth to the sexual revolution, mm-hmm. and, and she is taking the, the... She's getting the, like, the... Yeah. Worst parts of it. Yeah, yeah she's getting like sucks. the the bits of you know grit. What is it yeah. called that you take off meat and stuff? The gristle. The gristle. She's getting the gristle. Well, it's it, it it's kind of like you you're seeing how sexual dysfunction starts. Yeah, you know, and in terms of not being able to communicate uh, when you feel something has gone wrong, mm-hmm. not being able to uh, even in the first episode with with Virginia and Tessa. Like, why couldn't Virginia, a sex expert, go to her daughter, a sex expert, and just say, hey, let's talk about this. This is, you know, what you should feel. And this is, they should have that type of communication of all the people in the world. Mm -hmm. And it it just kind of plays into that this is still a sign of the times. It's still a sign of just, like, the dynamic of a woman and how she feels about her body and mm-hmm. what, what she feels is her own body and how men sometimes, because it's all female panels tonight, <laughs> no, I love Will, but, <laughs> like, and how sometimes <laughs> men um, feel like they have a claim mm-hmm. to a body that has not in any way been given to them. No. Right. You know, and so to see 
I, I, I really hated that I called it that she was still going to date this guy oh, and yeah. he was going to be her boyfriend. But that was the instant thing. Like, she's now and this is what just, she knows. Oh, he's just emotionally manipulative. Yeah. It's just fr- so frustrating. He's like, well, I don't know what you want. Do you want to talk or do you want to not talk? It's like, yes, that's exactly what you should do. You should make her feel terrible. And then, and that way, you look good, even though you're still being an absolute dick. But I that's wanted all to punch he knows. Him so <gasps> like, but this is the thing: is that uh, can you imagine? Like, what has he seen in his family? So, if, right, if, yeah. what, and if his mother starts complaining, it's just it's like this cycle that people start. Like, yeah. you're getting so emotional. What do you want? Do you want to talk about it? Do you not want to talk about it? Mm-hmm. Okay, but I want you to listen. I want you to understand. Right. Like, that's what I want. Exactly. You know? And I was just thinking about how he's like, oh, did you find, you know, did you find, did you see, walk in on your mom or did you yeah. see her? Yeah. Did you so find he's like, That's another thing. Yeah, that's another thing about, like, how repressed, you know, everybody was sexually at this time. Mm-hmm. That, like, you know, these, like, he's so, he's so starved for any kind of, like, yeah. You know, any kind of like taste of mm-hmm. sex that he is, he's turning, he's like a complete pervert about it. You know what I mean? Because it's just yeah. like so repressed. Well, it's also, you know, she has like the fortunate, unfortunate circumstance yeah. of being Virginia exactly. Johnson's daughter. So, and, and having that come out right at that time, you know, I understand them having a curiosity. And I think if he didn't have such of a, a, a kind of machismo programming mm-hmm. to be like, mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I want to talk about these sexual things, but I also want to force you to give me a blowjob. Then it would be more of a kind of innocent curiosity, mm-hmm. but because it's what not, we know, yeah, right, it, it just comes off as it even isn't. more disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Um, the affair thing was an interesting um, situation for her to deal mm. with. In addition, well, to she what didn't she, really deal with it, right? But yeah. like the fact that she's dealing with, you know, her assault—I'm going to call it that—yeah. Um, and the the repercussions of that, her cutting class is obviously a sign of something, yeah. and thus suspension, thus dealing with this obnoxious boy, and then, you know, kind of uncovering this affair, mm-hmm. which, I mean, she was talking about it earlier about her mom's boyfriends, mm-hmm. and I think the fact that she now knows that it's Bill, you know, kind of... I think in her mind is going to be playing something back to, like, the first episode where she was drunk and, and mm-hmm. but it's going to be an interesting I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes yeah I mean it definitely taints her relationship with Bill mm-hmm. it also I think it's going to make it harder for for him well I think that at that moment between them where he comes out and he says I hope this isn't you going down a dark path that is like the worst thing you could say to someone uh, you know in terms of someone who is acting out if you can't tell that a child is acting out that they actually need you to sit down and be like what is going on yeah. Yeah. is everything okay then you need to st- like shut I up I mean in this in this episode with Bill reading the how to win how to win friends and alien <laughs> yes. it's like it felt like every single it's funny cuz he's reading this book but every single time he tried to have a conversation with this with in this episode with someone he said the exact opposite thing of what he should say yeah. pretty much every single time I know how you feel I know oh <laughs> shut I understand up how you feel oh shut up but it, it, there is something to be said about just uh about trying to reach out to people. And I, I do give Bill credit for attempting oh, to yeah. reach out, you, you know, no matter how feigned it was. Mm-hmm. At least he attempted it. Uh, I really hope, and maybe this is me, like, going back to some type of 90s childhood wish <laughs> that it's going to be okay for Tessa, you know? Mm-hmm. Some, they're going to have a talk, and she's going to tell what happened. You know who and needs to talk like, to Tessa? Mm-hmm. Um... 
Oh, what is Betty? It? Yeah, Betty. Oh, I was like God, Betty yes. needs. I was to talk happy to watch them have yeah. a scene yeah. together for sure. That that relationship needs to. to Betty's blossom. just no yes. bullshit, you know. Nobody she's a straight shooter, and she's so self-aware mm-hmm. and so she can speak on her past without any shame about it and yeah. she can say like when my mother neglected me that <laughs> was not good you know right. she yeah. can see that and I, I wish that people could see how much the children of the show are being neglected yeah. mm-hmm. like no one has really acknowledged at least the parents well, that their Virginia, children are not being Virginia I mean, like, has acknowledged that she neglected her children when she decided to keep the new one yeah, but she's not doing anything really about oh, no. the relationships with her but old children. But she's acknowledged children. it. Yeah. Did I, you guys think that everything with Henry in this episode was, like, very boring? Henry's just not... Henry doesn't they, we have my spent, empathy. We spent so much time talking about Henry in Vietnam and this whole malaria scare. Yeah. And then we and then we talked to... The, to, uh, uh, to uh, what's his name? Logan, Logan, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I had both," and it's like, "Oh, well, he had malaria and something else scary, and he's Dumb alive." Fever. So then it's like, um, "I now like the, st- the stakes are even lower, and now I really don't care." Ah, <laughs> uh, we spent so I mean, much time. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> about Henry. I yeah. know it wasn't about Henry. It was. I, it was I totally get Virginia. that. But it was just too much talk. I think so boring. It's a very interesting parallel to see how mothering Virginia is to Henry now that he is now he's gone. Nowhere yeah. near. Yep. How mothering she is to the baby because she has no choice but to be mothering. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that's kind of interesting now that we're talking about um, this? It's reminding mm-hmm. me of how Bill was like, people always want what they can't have. That's yeah. why we should wrap the book up in like the brown mm-hmm. paper and stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing with what's going on with Virginia. Oh, kind of yeah. like, don't know what she got till it's gone or whatever. And Tessa needs her the most mm-hmm. and she's just not there. How do you not pick up on cues, especially as a, as a sex therapist? Like, I'm sure they've. They haven't touched on it in the show, but I'm sure they have really faced uh, clients or, uh, um, I can't think of the name. Patients. Patients, thank you. (laughs) That have gone through some type of sexual abuse, that have gone through a type of abuse. Like, Mm -hmm. there are, and I'm not a therapist or a psychiatrist, but I feel like there are cues, especially right after it's happened, that can kind of, you know... Send out red signals. Yeah, especially you know. like Mr. Degree in psychology. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there. I know that um, there definitely are cues and and things that you should be aware of when someone has suffered an assault. Mm-hmm. But the patients that they have dealt with were years down the line. They yeah. they dealt with people who had dysfunctions that stemmed from this like assault childhood. From, yeah, yeah. From years ago. So and I don't think they know the signs of this person has just been assaulted. And also, like mm. since we met Tessa, she's been. N- only the angriest child I've ever seen. She's yeah. angsty. We've never, we've never seen, we've never seen any other side of her besides like a very, very tough exterior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a, the teenage version of of Tessa. Yeah, it, it's. I understand that, but it's also kind of just like it, I think it's time to. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't know where it's going to go with that. I, I think <laughs> it, it speaks. Uh, I think it speaks a lot to them not having an even now not having an understanding of sexuality mm-hmm. for an adolescent. Oh, you yeah, know, of course. How that That's ties true. in and how sexual abuse begins and how sexual I mean, we've never talked about, now. we've never talked about kind of like the beginning of a sexual kind of awakening when you yeah. start your, when you start going into puberty and all that stuff. I don't think we've ever talked about that kind of stuff on the show. I think they're sometimes just too concerned about the middle life and not the, or the middle yeah, life of sexuality not the middle and of not the, the beginning so, and the end. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Virginia uh, Johnson and Bill Masters, they wrote human sexual response about human sexual response. They didn't look into any of that other stuff. Yeah. 
you know, the, that kind of discovery came from other, um, yeah, other from people. other people. Yeah. I feel like everybody in their study was like pretty much like twenty five to, yes. you know, forty. It's just an, an interesting commentary to see, like that. Even they, I mean, of course they do, but even they have blind spots. Yeah, like, oh, they yeah. of course. Right there they have a lot of blind. Oh, spots. definitely. Uh, it's, 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 their their spot, their non-blind spot, is smaller than their blind spots. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> this is what we see. Yeah, this we is see, all we know. Well, because all they focused on. I mean, if we recall the way the show even started, their their whole study, it was Virginia who pointed out that like women can enjoy things. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> women can you know have orgasms and, and enjoy them. Yeah. It never occurred to Bill. Yeah. And it's just, I hope she speaks to Tessa. I hope she speaks to Tessa. But on that point, do you want to jump into Libby? Yeah. So, thoughts on Libby? It just, it was like watching Bill read the book and you're just like, oh, like, you know, maybe he's going to fix stuff with Libby. And they go, oh, wait, no, he won't. Because Bill doesn't even know that there's anything to fix with Libby. He has no idea that there's even a problem. Oh, everything. <laughs> he never will. No. Yeah. Everything that happened to Joy, it was just kind of like a slight, a skewed mirror for, for Libby. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think Paul was the cause of her having yeah. a brain aneurysm. It doesn't right. seem like he was abusive. I don't abusive. think so either. It, it seems like if he had been abusive, you would have seen that when Libby came over to, to give them food. You would have seen like this kind of like anger, I think. More so, it just seemed like he was just heartbroken. Or you would have you know? seen, or you would have seen some guilt or something, yeah, but something. we didn't see anything like yeah. that. So I don't think he, I don't think he he hit her. Or I think I think that would have been revealed in this episode. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems like uh, I think the scariest thing about brain aneurysms is like actually a personal fear of mine is that they just happen. Yeah, you know, like you can just be doing your normal thing one day and then all of a sudden you have brain aneurysm. Yeah. There was a part where Libby was talking to Barton and she's like, a brain aneurysm or a stroke or I don't really know the difference and Barton just kind of laughed and I was like, oh wait, I wish he would have explained the difference. Yeah, right? <laughs> I was thinking well, the same, like, he's not gonna... He's not, we don't get to we're know. Not gonna, you're I can't doctor. get like a, like a one sentence separately. Can you, you just explain that? <laughs> just one like tiny little <laughs> blip of an explanation. But I was curious as to why, I know Libby gave an explanation for why she was on birth control <clears throat> of just like it helps with her cramps mm-hmm. and stuff. Regulating was, your cycle. It, you know, it, it was kind of an intriguing that they decided to bring that up that she is on birth control and that there's this kind of you see like the seeds being planted for her something's going on leave I think oh her eventual leave of oh Bill. okay yeah I, I, I wasn't know. sure if she was. I don't think she's. I don't think she's because he said something about like having boyfriends on the side, and Libby was like, um, "Of course not." But it's like, well, well you kind of did once, so it's not yeah, crazy. She did once. I'm not yeah. saying that she's she's going to do that now. I'm saying it just seems seems like they're kind of leading her on that path. Oh you yeah. Know? She, oh yeah. Here she is watching her friend become comatose. Yeah. Essentially, like never being able to leave the house. Her husband is just tied to this woman for the yeah. rest of his life. They're miserable together. Um, or the husband's miserable. Yeah. The wife's not there. He sees Bill giving, or Bill bought a fur coat mm-hmm. that she did not receive. Right. It was a so, love actually moment. Right. They said that when it happened. It was Wait, such what is just love actually. And love actually what? when it's Alan Rickman buys a necklace. And it's Emma Thompson, Thompson yeah. thinks she it's going to be for her. Thing. Yeah, she sees it, but then he ends up buying it for his like little for Mia, his, his secretary. Yeah. Don't forget Mia. Mia is a very important part of that. Mia? Her name was Mia? Yes. Oh. See, love actually. I've seen it like twice. <laughs> Mia was and then, my and then she ended up getting the Joni Mitchell CD. The Joni Mitchell CD. And she goes into her room and she just cries. Uh, okay, we're not talking about love actually. That's so sad. Sorry. I just, I, I hope by the end of season three, uh, Libby will just be out the door. 
like doing her own thing, having her Margaret slash Alice and Janney moment, being like, <laughs> I want to be free. I know. <laughs> like, she's trying so hard to remind him of how much he used to appreciate her. Yeah. Well, I think that's also because he gave her the fur coat that night, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had and, a fur coat and he had forgotten that he, he gave forgot. her a fur coat because the lady at the store was like, you're a fur virgin. Mm-hmm. Right. And he didn't correct her because maybe he did forget. Yeah. Because he was like, oh, it was a long I mean, time ago. knowing him, he he totally doesn't remember that he did this. I know. Yeah. But I feel I feel like you're right that we are headed down this path of her leaving. Mm-hmm. But we started with her and Virginia having conversation at the beginning of the season about how she's kind of okay with this almost polyamorous relationship. Mm-hmm. And that as long as it doesn't ruin the family unit, she's she can deal with it. But, but she's uh, not even a she's not even a peg on this tripod anymore. Oh yeah. no! Do you know what I mean? I mean, Bill straight up said to Virginia, "We're a team." Is that you know? fly yeah. driving you crazy? Just a little bit. Uh, you know, I there's just a fly in the like, studio. Ah! But it's okay. It's okay. But, but you're right. You're yeah. right. So I think that maybe that is why we started there with her saying, "As long as it doesn't ruin this family, we're fine." Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> we're gonna. And we got to see one of Bill's kids for like half a second in this episode. I don't even yeah. know his name. Uh oh. We saw the daughter. Oh, we saw the daughter. That's yeah. right. She was talking to Libby. Abby. And then we saw the son. The son. Oh, the son. I the forgot about Howie, but... Completely forgot we saw the son. So anyway, speaking of neglected now. children... <laughs> right? That, that, that's such a theme in here. Just like, how... These poor children. I know. These poor children. Yeah. And then they become our parents. Anyways. So... Those <laughs> mm-hmm. are uh, baby moments, right? Right. Uh, so I guess we should just go ahead and jump right into Virginia and Bill. Yeah. Uh, that was... a pretty big movement at the end of the episode where he's sitting there and he's got, or he's standing with the fur coat. Yeah. He's invited her to a dinner to celebrate all that they've achieved. Yeah. And it is kind of like, and I think she knows it, even if he doesn't see it, that it, it is her kind of replacing Libby. You oh, know, oh once yeah. Once she puts on that coat, it's pretty much like in the works. It's on its way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're on the train. It just doesn't seem, she just doesn't seem excited. I don't think uh, I don't think this kind of like legit relationship with Bill is mm. ever something that Virginia wanted. Maybe she thought she wanted it, mm. but I don't think she ever actually wanted to be, you know, um, like what is it called? Married, tied, <laughs> yeah, married. involved. No, I agree a hundred percent. Monogamous think, or whatever. I don't think that that really was something she ever wanted. And I think that now, especially now that she's married again, mm-hmm. it's such a it's going to be such an interesting... And now this little relationship with, um, Logan. with Logan seems she to lied. be... She lied. She had gone to dinner already with yeah. Logan, you know? So it's... Mm-hmm. Oh, and you know that that's going to become something. And Ugh. Logan's still married. Right. Yeah. What he said about his wife is really intriguing, though. It was really interesting. how... He had, he seemed to have like a lot of respect for his wife, and he was and he was very like open. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He didn't he wasn't like hiding anything from her. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. That that gave him some nice levels. It really in the did. Beginning, I love Josh Charles, but that first episode, I was like, oh god, he's just gonna play. He's gonna be such a creep. Skis. No, but he's so not. Some, no, some there's layers. some serious depth to him. Yeah. yeah, it looks like all season we're gonna be. I mean, because we're opening all these different types of. I don't want to keep saying polyamory because they're not all polyamorous, mm-hmm. but like these non-traditional, non-monogamous um, marriages, mm-hmm. yeah. which is so, I mean, I'm really excited to explore it, but I'm really excited to explore that we're seeing the different types, you know, where mm-hmm. we have the, yeah. this is, you know, uh, Margaret and Graham and Joe. 
And then we have what's going on with Virginia yeah. and Libby. and Like seeing all the ways that yeah. sex is different from marriage yeah. and love. Mm-hmm. You know, the traditional idea of love. love. And it, it kind of jumps back to what Virginia said in the first episode about um, or what uh, Bill said in the first episode about like the key to a healthy sexual relationship is honesty yeah. and trust. And so that's kind of like the theme of the season. It's like who trusts who, who is honest with who. And when you see two people who are being honest with each other, do they seem to have like a better relationship for it? And the people yeah. who keep secrets from each other, are they suffering because of it? So it's just interesting to see. And, and do also, you think, do you think Joy had the aneurysm because she was keeping the secret that she wanted to leave her husband? I mean, I don't think secrets and lies can give you aneurysms. I would but hope not. <laughs> I was. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, that's no, a, I think she that's how actually, science works. Yeah. That's how medicine works. She just had a brain aneurysm, right. so it could be a plot move for Libby. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> sitting there as a writer, we just need a reason for Libby to like want to be liberated. Yeah. Um, Did you yeah. think that there was a couple easy things in this episode? I remember you saying that like there was like, oh, this is so oh, obvious. It was obvious. The um, aftershave. The the aftershave when um, when Tessa was putting in the Rolodex and she cut her finger. I was like, she's going to find the aftershave. Yeah. yeah. And then when um, when Libby walks into Bill's office and starts writing the note, I was like, she's going to find the jacket yeah. or the coat. Maybe. It was very, yeah, there were a few things that were very, like, predictable, but I, through this discussion, I've realized that we, this whole episode seems to be like, remember in the first episode <laughs> of the season when this happened? We're paying yeah. that off now. Yeah. yeah. And this, so I like that we're four episodes into the season, they're like, we've paid off. Yeah. You guys See? are ready for the rest. We are good writers. Yeah. We know what we're doing, you guys. <laughs> no, yeah. It was, oh, gosh, there was one point I did want to touch on um, in terms of Bill. Well, was I guess it I his can't marketing think. plan? Oh, well, yeah. I was like, I couldn't think of the original things. So I was going to jump to that. I got to say, that was actually a really great thing to see him have something that actually So worked. nice to see him pay off for Bill. Yeah. And for him to be like, I want to try this and see if it works. And for it yeah. to sell out, you know, to have that, just to have that one... Yeah. When thought. when Bill is angry, he's so insufferable. Yeah. So it's so nice when things are going well because mm-hmm. that means that he wants to make other people around him happy. Well, yes. I find him so annoying when he's happy. Either way, it's like <laughs> he's this ego. He's like an hard. egomaniac. He's like so. He's he's a lot to deal. It's with. a lose lose. It's a lose lose situation with Bill. But I, I love that he is um, that he is drawing from pornography mm-hmm. to be like how can we sell our book even yeah, though he was so against playboy which he's been yeah. pushing against this whole idea of yeah. being the allure yeah. and yeah. something kind of you know and it's the illicit. mystique of it all yeah. the illicitness and now look look he is profiting from it well i mean it's it's funny because um hugh hefner like historically was very active in the um you know the sex education yeah. and so yeah. he they re- did they've been talking yeah, a lot about that room, and he really was super interested in helping them out and so the fact that they without him were like we should do what he does. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I will be, I mean, I know we will. I was going to say, I would be so bummed if they had brought up this this whole Hugh Hefner situation and then didn't let us mm-hmm. watch it play out. But I have a feeling that we will. I think they have to bring it back because, I, I, you know, eventually Logan and just like the perfumes that smell like sex, is that, there's no way that's yeah. going to work out for their benefit, I don't think. And I, I don't see that being very lucrative. I, yeah. I thought it was heading us towards the, like, Discovery and understanding of pheromones. Oh, maybe. Really? I thought that's where it was headed. 
Maybe. We kind of commented on that we last week. We were thinking, week, okay, but... they went they went with this perfume guy. But then mm-hmm. again, that's when we thought he was going to be like the skis. But now that he's like kind of like turning a well, little bit of a... I think it might be a good relationship point for Virginia. But oh, in yeah. terms of their business, I th- they have to bring back Playboy. I, yeah. I think that's one thing that they should keep from the real life Virginia right. Johnson and, Ma- and Well, Bill it seems Masters. it seems that pornography is still kind of like a little traveling thread that they have since we touched on it in this yeah. episode just a little bit too. Yeah. So I have a feeling that we'll be coming back to it. Yeah. So hopefully that'll come back. But I did want to say I, I read I haven't read all of Masters of Sex. I need to finish a stupid book. It's like just sitting there in my Kindle. But I'm going to start reading It's uh, fascinating. How to keep friends. What was it? How to win friends. Yeah. <laughs> I've read that as well. You have to kind of take it and then maneuver it around in your brain so you just don't sound like a sociopath. I understand how you feel. Yeah. I understand. I don't blame yeah. you for feeling that way. Yeah. Uh, but Bill actually <laughs> used that wrong. Yeah. Right? Because it's supposed to happen like when you're in an argument. Or yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to acknowledge. And that's something that they say in psychology and all the time is you need to acknowledge the other person's feelings. Right. Don't deny them Don't that they feelings. But yeah. the way it's written in the book but, is such a jerk. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're in an argument. Oh, I understand how you feel. I don't blame you for feeling that way. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so condescending, isn't well, it? I'll punch you in the face. Del Carnegie's <laughs> book, it, it is kind of like old school. You haven't yeah. quite figured out how to finesse. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wasn't there language. something weird with Betty being like, back in the day when we... Never mind. <laughs> yes. Like Del Carnegie was one of her Thank you, yeah. jobs. Yeah. Something. Um, clients. 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 Yeah. clients. Okay. Not John's. Yeah. Sorry. Is that archaic? Um, no, the, just, it was interesting to touch on Virginia's hesitancy to, to be with Bill, mm-hmm. like in a kind of monogamous, condoned way in terms of they're going to dinner and she's wearing a fur coat. Because the real life Virginia Johnson kind of commented later on that her marriage to Bill was kind of a business decision as much as it was a romance decision. Mm-hmm. And this is when she was older and he'd already left to be with another woman. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people kind of assumed that she was like maybe upset or bitter about that. But she's like, no, I mean, you spend enough time around someone and yeah. it just seemed like the way to go. So I'm, I'm curious if they're going to play that into the television show as well Virginia kind of not I mean, it, really you know it just she yeah. just didn't seem like she was she wasn't like popping a, a leg she's not you <laughs> yeah. know it's not a it's not a whirlwind you know it's fantasy not from, it's not <laughs> the feeling I guess I was t- talking with some friends the other night and they were talking about how you know they just want that feeling mm-hmm. that kind of excitement <clears throat> I call it the Zaza Zoo because I watch too much Sex in the City. But <laughs> yeah, you know they don't have that Zaza Zoo for each other. It's just kind they of did. convenient. You know what I mean? For a while, it did, felt like did they though? I don't know. For Do like the first two seasons, it felt like they couldn't keep their hands off each other. But I feel like we're going back to Margaret's request, and I feel like that's a tall order, guys. The Zaza Zoo. The Zaza Zoo. Why? And this situation with them? No, no. I'm saying, like, it doesn't. I'm not. I'm saying that it doesn't seem like. It seems like Virginia wants somebody that she has to zazazoo for, and that to go along with Bill would just be, like, settling. Like, okay, well, he's there. But it was it was very exciting for a while. I do feel like they had it. Very, they were like very, very all about each other for a while. And you know how relationships do. Like things plateau a little bit. Yeah. And like I think Maybe, that, that kind of happened. It's just you don't feel like they how were the ever... relationship started mm-hmm. in terms of they had sex with each other for. 
the the project mm-hmm. right, at the time. It, it it never seemed like it was really about like red hot fire chemistry. Like it became that just from them exploring each other, just kind of like how that happens. Sometimes. See, I think there was sexual tension from like the get go. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I I but maybe was... that's because it's TV and you like know. So I'm like probably mm. just like Im- implanting <laughs> that on like something. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. Well, nonetheless, I think it'll be interesting to see if they're going to kind of play that that kind of feeling that Virginia Johnson had in real life of mm-hmm. the marriage yeah. being something of like convenience and maybe not. Well, she's sexual. I mean, she's pretty she's pretty level-headed and calculated, so I yeah. I get that. Yeah. Do you think that the marriage is is this we're getting there this season? No. No. Oh, well, maybe. I feel maybe like time is going by very fast. Yeah. 12 years have passed since season one. And also just like like from the last episode, Joy's in the hospital, and now mm-hmm. she's already home and like, right. so like yeah. how long does that And they take? had I feel a caretaker like who they already fired. fired. Yeah. So like I feel like and months Matt and months. is Tessa's boyfriend now. It's not, you know. Yeah. Like months are going yeah. by in between, in between in these between episodes. Episode. So, so who knows, honestly. Well, I have no that, idea where we are temporally. I know. Yeah. How old is the baby? The baby like three now? <laughs> I know. Uh, we saw the baby. They still, yeah. It's still a baby. It's still like, yeah, baby. The baby is still a baby. Okay. It still has yeah. to be carried. Whew. Yeah. And fed, but hand. babies are hard to tell because like sometimes a newborn on TV looks like six months yes. old, and sometimes you know a <laughs> six month old is yeah. like a very very small baby. So it's like, yeah. who knows? Baby casting. They just whatever. grabbed whatever whatever child they could find, and they're like, this works. <laughs> so did anyone have any other thoughts before we go into predictions? I think we covered it. I think we covered, we covered it. everything. All right, so let's go ahead into predictions. <laughs> And now, don't hurt me. After Buzz TV. Why does it always seem like we're being like a? It really by does. Aliens? We are. We are. Predictions. There's even like a lighting change, right? <laughs> it's like all right, all right, yeah. Uh, oh, um, um, I predict. Okay, <laughs> I predict that we're gonna have more um, Margaret stuff only because I really want it, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and I. I think we're going to explore the polyamory. Mm. Yay! Um, and I think because it seems to be happening so far, I think we're going to get back other characters we haven't seen in a while. Mm. Right? Because we brought back Tessa who kind of wasn't really... The kids weren't there. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to get more people that we haven't seen since like earlier last yeah. season or season one. Okay. That's what I predict. Um, I definitely think that we're going to get some more. Like, we didn't see the Bible kid. Yeah. We didn't mm-hmm. see anything like that this episode. So we're going to see more of that, obviously. I also think that, like, I don't I just feel like something's going on with Libby that we're not seeing. I think we're going to start getting some more, some, some more reveals where she's like concerned. Maybe not at a fair. That feels, too, that feels too obvious. But I don't know. Something. Um, and what else? Yeah, obviously just more Margaret. I want yeah. always more Margaret. And yeah. Lester. We didn't see Lester at all either. Yeah. That'd be nice. Oh, well, maybe they'll see, we'll have uh, Lester and his wife come back yeah. next mm-hmm. episode. I hope that next episode there's like a the blossoming of Betty and Tessa's relationship. I yeah, think be more really, conversations there, please. Yeah, I think that'd be really beneficial for Tessa. You know, if she can't get it from her mom, I think that would be a really great surrogate. And Betty's really fun. And Betty's just so much fun. Love when Betty's around. Yeah, things get done. When the phone's around. ringing somewhere that's not here. Right? I love her. She's like, I gotta go. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's gonna kind of be touched upon. I also think we're gonna see the repercussions of 
Virginia accepting that for code. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that about wraps us up for this episode of the Masters of Sex After Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. But before we go, where can everyone find everyone? You guys can find me on Twitter at Quinn Skillian. You can find me on Instagram at Quinstagram. And you can look for me on Vine at the Quinn B. Awesome. Uh, you can find me online at yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L.tv. Also, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook at Yell Teagle. Um, and you can find me on the Popcorn Talk Network doing a show called Adult Films Exposed, where we talk filmmaking with adult performers. Oh, cool. Yeah. I had some a porn star reach out to me once after they heard me on here. Interesting. Anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm Adrian Snow, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Miss Adrian Snow. M S E D R. All porn stars. S N O W. If you're a porn star, you would like me to interview you. Uh, maybe. Okay. So, <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning into our after show, and we will see you all next Sunday. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 